Attention men, are you wanting to break free from porn or other unwanted sexual behaviors, but finding it seemingly impossible to quit? If so, we can help. My name is Jonathan Darty, the founder of Gateway to Freedom. This three-day workshop is for any man who wants to overcome any kind of unwanted sexual behavior. So whether you're married, single, or divorced, this powerful and proven intensive weekend will help you uncover what is at the root of your struggle and discover the man God always created you to be. Space is limited, so call us today at 210-822-8201 to register. That's 210-822-8201 or visit bebroken.org slash gtf. Good day, listeners. Welcome to this edition of the Pure Sex Radio Program. We're glad to have you with us. My name is Jonathan. I'm here with my good buddy, Stephen Cervantes. So how's it going today? I am blessed and glad to be here. Yeah, so uh, listeners, we're always grateful to have you here with us. Uh, we would yes. we would love it if, uh, if you would be willing to rate and review the program. Uh, you can just do that through your Apple Podcasts and just... Yes. Uh, we're, we're, we, five stars. Yeah, we appreciate five stars. <laughs> That's my job. I was, five stars. I was joking in an earlier program, like, if you want to rate us one star, just call me first, okay? <laughs> just let's talk. Let's, Don't. You know, tell, <laughs> tell us what, what we're doing wrong. But uh, that's a really easy and a free way for yes. you to help us to promote the program and, and let more people know about it. We're so grateful. Uh, we've got some great reviews from so many of you, and we are grateful for that. We're glad to hear that this program is benefiting you and helping you to just further your growth as a man or woman of integrity. Um, and so today, Stephen, I'm really excited about the program because it we're really going to roll up our sleeves, right? I mean, we're, we're going to try to help people understand, like, what does it look like to respond and engage in healthy things versus kind of our normal, previous, right. unhealthy coping and escaping and all that kind of stuff? That's good. That's good. So I made this list. I'm thinking in my mind, why does it take a year in recovery? Mm. You know, why, why do people or more. say, yeah, yeah, <laughs> a year or two years? Or why do people say, you know, play the long game here mm. because wives go, I want to fix this and, and this ought to be done in a couple of weeks. We just get this thing all cleaned up, right? Let's just figure it out, figure out what he's doing, make him stop doing that. Then we got him all cleaned up, right? Well, that's not really how this goes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I'm thinking, what are we doing that's hindering us? That's the first part of our talk. And then what could we do that would help us? Right. Okay. So what we're doing is escaping, right, into fantasy, to a make-believe life where you can control it, and um, and sex is easy there, and it's fantasy. You you manipulate the players. You get what you want. They say what you want. It's easy. Having a relationship with a real person is more difficult and requires work, but. But from boyhood, right, everybody makes up fantasies, mm-hmm. right? We watch movies that are fantasies. Everybody likes to. And, and you know, it's it's interesting because I do think we need to create, maybe this isn't the program to do it, but it's yeah. a, just a little sidebar comment. I do feel like 
we need to be okay with creating this delineation between the the escape we're talking about that is is unhealthy and destructive right. and sometimes just the the innocent like you know what I want to go let's go watch a movie together yeah. and and there's there's a type of escape that is almost like fanciful it's 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 fun it's yes. it's not destructive but I think what we're talking about here is like man when when escape becomes all about me and it's all about the fantasy and it's all about like you said control is that kind of what you're talking about? Yeah, when you're talking and about so escape? I'm saying escape is a part of the problem. It, control, I'm going to put that on the list because that's excellent. I have to control my inside world, and I must control you from knowing what's going on, right? Whatever mm-hmm. I have to do, lie and pretend, and I have to control the situation so I can keep my escape possible, right? Because... When you have a history of escaping, it didn't just start yesterday or the day before, the month right. before. It's a You've pattern. been doing it a long time. So these are the negatives that you have to sort of work through. And one guy used this word. He called it a stage face. Oh. I put yeah. on my stage face, and I look like I'm present and interested. I'm just waiting to escape. But but I look so interested. Other people might call it a mask, mm-hmm. right? A mask, or some people call it a wall, right behind the wall hiding there's the outside me and then there's this very different inside me and i have to look together right i i have to make sure i've controlled the situation so everything looks good i know i didn't do anything wrong no no it wasn't me no no i'm good i'm good yeah we kind of talk about this in the workshop when we talk about image building right yes project this image i make sure i look a certain way to you yes so that you find me acceptable and amazing and and I have to hold everything inside because I'm not being honest and doing real work. I'm just I'm just sitting on the inside and then escaping when I can and trying to look good and put on my stage face and hold it together. But I'm really stunted inside. I'm hiding. And some people even call it like white knuckling, just trying to get through another day and try to not be so bad. And these are skills mm-hmm. that people do when they're caught up in an addiction, right? They just do these things over and over. They hide, they pretend, they put on a face. They're not real. They're not insightful. And, and then they go through life and they work really hard at these skills instead of the other skills that would make them more successful. And I think, I think this has to do with a little bit of what we talked in a previous program, just about the fear that drives us. Right, so we have this core fear, whatever it may be, yep. that is causing us to think that this is a good idea to escape, to hide, to no, close ourselves off. You know, that's right. If we don't address the fear, then we have to build something on top of it to hide it and not deal with it, right? And to pretend we're all together. So I think there's there's multiple factors here because I think one is the fear is often driving a lot of the hiding and the escaping. But then the other is like, have you ever noticed when, uh, when you know, in your counseling practice or when we're at the workshops or anything like that, how when you even start to try to hint at or describe what health looks like, yeah. guys just sort of blank out. <laughs> like yeah. there's a huge ignorance, right, around I, I've never even attempted to be healthy, some of these co- healthy, healthy coping mechanisms or right. healthy ways to, act. and so yes. some of it is 
because a lot of this escape pattern, a lot of this hiding happened so began so early in life. Right. There's been way less engagement with anything healthy along the way. So sometimes a guy's 30, 40, 50, 60 years old right. and has very little, if any, experience at all with any of the healthy stuff, right? So I think it's important to acknowledge that, that wherever you are on the journey, one of the reasons that it may take a year or two or longer is because you simply don't have any experience with these healthy ways of right. responding. And, and And let's be like okay with that. You know what I mean? I don't think we need as to place a starting point. As mean. a starting point, what yes. I mean is like, and and I'm maybe I'm talking a little bit to the wives out there, or just to the loved ones of those who are starting to try to engage, you know, coming out into the light and dealing with their escape and their hiding, is if you place the expectations onto that person, that they should be like in week one, highly mature and skilled, right? In these new ways, it's just it's not going to happen, no. you know. And when you were talking, I was thinking, these guys have been doing these hiding, wearing a mask, uh, pretending good, faking for 10 years or 20 years. These are habits that they have practiced for 20 years. And now they say, okay, I got to clean up my act and stop, you know, misusing my sexuality. And, And then we say, okay, work on that for a year. Well, okay. Because you've been doing something else for 20 years. Right. It may take you a year to put better pieces in place. Absolutely. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because part of this is addressing why can't a guy get better in a month? Why don't you just stop and be done? Well, if you got a 20-year bad habit. It also depends on what you how you define getting better. If you mean stop the acting out behavior, yeah, you can do that in a month. But if you mean actually becoming a healthy individual who knows how to relate well, mm. and you know what I mean? It's kind of like when we first, when the ministry first started and, you know, we would go and do these talks and then, you know, guys would get off porn and then their angry wives would call us right. six months later and be like, what have you done to my husband? You know, he's a jerk. He's more <laughs> of a jerk now. And, and we finally figured out, oh, you know what had happened is behavioral acting out had stopped. But all of this stuff we're talking about, about the underlying emotional deficiencies and everything, man, there was a lot of work left to do That's there, right. You know? That's right. And that may be what takes the longer amount of time, is to become a healthy and, uh, individual. That's good. You could stop in a day. Yeah. But it doesn't mean you changed. Mm, that's good, yeah. Right? Because you have a 20-year habit of, of escaping in your mind. You think if you stop acting out behaviorally, your mind's going to change in one day and you're never going to fantasize again if you've been doing no. it for 20 years. No, it takes time. So so we need long vision, long game, and we have to recognize what are the not-so-good skills so we can do less of those and what are the good skills so we can do more of those. And so well, one of them, uh, that a guy came in and was talking to me and he said something that was so interesting. He said he, he'd heard this. He said, carry a water bottle. Every day, all, huh. all and drink water all day, and when you see that water bottle, say this thing: "I'm taking care of myself." Mm, that's good. And he said it's really made a change in my mind. 
Now, remember, we're talking about we got all these habits of 20 years, mm-hmm. so we need a little, create a little space with a new positive thought. We got to take some territory. Isn't that amazing? You carry a water bottle, and you keep it full, and you drink all day. And every time you drink... I'm taking care of myself. I'm taking yeah. care of myself today. Now, isn't that a shift? Absolutely. And it's it's a... You know, it can it can sound so small, right? Yes. But think about how all the negative patterns got in place. Mm, that's good. When you've got a forty year old man who's been developing this ne- these negative patterns for twenty you know twenty five years, do you think when he was fifteen, that pattern of unhealth was as developed as it was when he turned forty? Yeah. It started small, didn't it? Right. So in the same way, you you deconstruct and you you reconstruct a new way of living with very small steps. You know? That's right. And somebody was saying, you have to construct a new habit. Yeah. And that's a great one. Because yeah. what I like about it is it it's not merely a mental exercise. It brings in multiple aspects. It brings in the visual. You're looking at an actual bo- That's bottle. That's right. It brings in the visceral. You're tasting water. You're like uh, it's it's bringing in a lot of your senses into the experience too. So, and we know studies have shown that you will learn something faster the more senses you engage uh, in that good. learning. You know, so so that got me to thinking about the work we're doing and and how do you get a guy to make changes and. Um, and so I, I kicked over to the 40 Days of Purity program, and a number of guys have said to me, I have my prayer verses mm. in my pocket. That's awesome. Right? And I think, oh, that's it. I have something tangible. And every time I feel mm-hmm. it in my pocket, I remember, oh, those are my cards. Those are the verses. Right? So that that's kind of got me to thinking we need to be able to keep creating material that has a tangible piece to well, it. Well, and you know what I think, as you were saying about the guys that are carrying those cards. And explain you know, what it is. So, so yeah, part of the 40 Days of Purity course is, is we invite guys to, each day there's a particular scripture that is that is a focal point for that day. And we invite them, as part of their journaling even, to to grab some index cards and actually put that verse on an index card and carry it around and, and you know, to, for, to help them memorize it, but also just to be thinking about it, meditating on it. But as, as you said that, I'm thinking if guys have those cards, they can literally say the same thing that the guy with the water bottle was saying. Yeah. They pull that out and say, I'm taking care of myself. Yeah, that's right. I'm that's, taking care of my soul, right? That's right, you know, absolutely. It's like, uh, that's great. So I, I really wanted to pause here a minute and ask you, what other things have you heard through all your conversations? Because let's think about this a minute, Jonathan. We know Jesus loves us, okay? And the way I visualize is that this way. Uh, we have spiritual truths and we have emotional truths. And, and so you watch a minister, he, he goes to seminary, he has a church, he knows his Bible, and then he has an affair. And what happened was the deeper program took fell out and Mm -hmm. took him out because it wasn't the gospel that took him out. It was the other program underneath. Mm. And so we need to get that change deep in the soul. Then you're free. 
Otherwise, yeah. you're white knuckling it, saying, Jesus loves me, but I got to go do, use a little stuff on the side. But yeah, <laughs> but I keep them both alive. So I, I'm just wondering on this journey, what other things, because uh, we want to have pure thoughts, right? And restful thoughts and to be at peace with ourselves so that we can be free. Mm-hmm. But But a man's head is so full of years of material planning, right? Escaping pleasure. I mean, it's encoded with all this other stuff. And so what did you find? What have you heard? In this water bottle story, or these little Bible verses story, or, or even sometimes I've used this, my God is enough, my mm-hmm. wife is enough, I have enough, and I'm content. Yeah. That's my little verse for the day. To that's a little prompt. Yeah, that was one of the things I was going to say. Is is I mean that's that's one very particular thing, and I've used that over the years many times too. About my God's enough, my wife's enough, I have enough, I'm content. Um, but I think that fits a particular template that's good to use and say. In other words, it, it could be those very words, mm-hmm. but like, what are you creating? That are some some kind of quick go to yes. almost mantras. Yes, like what would be a maybe a life verse or what would be even yes. a, maybe you've you've captured a, a quote from an author that man it really penetrated your heart in a powerful way. Right. Make that kind of your your library of mantras. But is there anything in particular that you have used so, to reclaim some part of your brain? Well, one of the things I was going to say is that. Um, and this has not only been true in my own life, but just so many guys have been successful. Uh, we need buddies. Mm-hmm. We need, and and I mean like real, authentic, yeah. 3 a.m. buddies that know how to both cut us and heal us. <laughs> mm. And I've been grateful over the years to have some guys like that in my life because you know, we talk about it all the time. All these things that we've mentioned here that are the negatives, the hiding, the escaping, the stage face, you know, all this kind of stuff. That is that is far less to do with whatever the behaviors are when you escape than it is about the fact that you are living isolated and disconnected from oh, relationships. That's good. And so you talk about what's changed my mind or changed my man, just that whole paradigm shift of realizing I'm not meant to live alone, Mm. isolated from other people. And I don't mean just, um, and I mean, you know, when I'm talking to guys, I'm like, you need men in your life. I, I think God has been gracious to, you know, for those of us who have wives that he's given us a wife and, and she's certainly a friend, but, uh, can I say this? There are limitations to that friendship. Right. You know, we're one. It's a unique relationship. There's no other relationship like it in the world, and it's meant to be that way by God's design. But that doesn't mean that uh, she is always going to be able to connect with me in a way that another man can connect with me on certain things. Right. And so for me, in terms of the sharpening that I've needed as a man mm. to to come out of this escape and come out of the hiding— I've needed other men to right. help me do that. And yeah. so those are huge things for me. But um, also I, I tend to be kind of a, a, a 
somewhat of a regimented person. So, man, get you know, just the normal things, getting in the Word, praying. Right, right. You're you good know, about getting things. up in the morning yeah. and getting in the Word, right? Get and your head on straight. But let me let me qualify that or or clarify that because, hey, I did that when I was in high school and college. But it was like you were talking about. There was that. Oh, those layers there was right. the, the there was kind of the religious program but man underneath it where there was this broken emotional system and i was doing the escape and hiding and all that yeah. so i had a i had a structure of like faith mm. but i didn't necessarily have the 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 depth the intimacy of faith and so i would say that now even though i still have a lot of that structure in my life in the sense of yeah i like to get up in the morning and spend time with god and the word it's way different than it was, you know, 30 years ago. It's like I I actually desire to connect with God, mm. not just, hey, you know what, I need to do this because somebody could be watching. Yeah. <laughs> or somebody could ask me about whether or not I had my quote-unquote quiet time today. But you're saying that would be a huge thing to connect with God in the morning. I think it's huge. I think it's uh, – I mean, for me, it just – there's nothing magical about the morning, but I think because it's the start of the day, just to kind of get no, your no, frame of remember, mind. No, no, but remember, remember what know? this is about. I have to get my head thinking about the right things. Right. Right? And and we have to do it in little pieces so that we can take over and run a healthy brain. Yeah. And we start with that little water bottle example to remind myself to take care of myself. And and so and when you get up in the morning, you plug into the source, and you really have a few minutes with God. You claim that part of your day in your brain. And can I offer something about that? Because here's what I tend to see, especially when we deal with a lot of couples, right? And a lot of times, the the dynamic that we are dealing with is a husband who's been, you know, sexually addicted or whatever, and then the wife's been betrayed. Mm-hmm. And and then there's when when kind of the recovery and those types of things start happening. There's an expectation usually by both that, man, we got to do this fast. You're right. You know? Right. But here's the thing that I would say. Some of the things I think can, there can be adjustments that are fast. Like we were saying before, you could quit the behavior right. relatively quickly. Yep. But because of the things we're talking about here that go much deeper than behavior, one of the things that I would offer to anybody out there that is saying, yeah, I want to I shift away from escapism and hiding and all those kinds of things is – Take your time in really knowing what you're learning. And what I mean by that is let's take even the Scripture verses, right? You know, guys got this pocket full of these cards that have these Scripture verses on it. Rather than thinking of like, hey, I'm doing this 40-day program, and so each day I really want to, okay, that one, and now I'm on to the next day, and I'm on to that one and that one. Rather than trying to just like consume information, what does it look like for that to transform your thinking to transform your life. So I almost feel like we need to slow the process down mm. um, and and be in more of almost like a meditative state over these yes, things. Yes. Because we're inundated with information from everywhere. But that doesn't mean we're necessarily growing fuller lives or even more intelligent just because we have more information. Uh, so I think this is a process more about taking our time and actually knowing 
like in an experiential way, what we're learning rather than like we were saying, Hey, you can have that religious layer there right? and you can be able to spout off a lot of Bible verses. It doesn't mean it's transforming your life. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. So I have two things that I would say to help reclaim right thinking. Um, and things you can do every day. We have to little small steps every day. We have to move in a new direction because we're training ourselves to build new habits that are better habits. Is is one is, and I've said this before, I walk around my neighborhood and I say, I am so full of love. I I I say, first I say, I am so loved. Mm. I am so loved. I am so loved. Now, do I really feel that completely? No, but that's what God says. And I want to say it and say it over me. I am so loved. I am so loved. I'm so, and I'll say that. Then I'll say, I'm so full of love. I'm so full of love. And it's like I'm telling my brain where I want to get to. Mm. Because I can't get to fullness yeah, I think it's a journey to get to fullness. I love what you're saying because, I mean, I think everybody, if we're honest, we 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 don't naturally always feel in the right direction. Right, right. <laughs> right? So I, I love what you're saying because you're you're saying, you know what, we need our will to be engaged as a training piece for yeah. the rest of our being. That's you know, good, so right. even if I don't feel it, I'm like, I will say, I am so loved. I am so loved. I mean, I because feel that's it what immediately. He says. Right? That's right. And that's what he, that's what the cross is about. That's yeah. who he is, right? And of course, our body, our, our fear is going to say, no, you're not enough. What are you doing? Why are you saying that? I'm true. That's a lie. But it's like I'm trying to shift over to the new program and I better yeah. say it and I better walk and move my body because I'm trying to get it integrated into my being. I'm having a spiritual moment with God. I'm out in God's creation and I'm trying to speak truth. I'm so loved. I'm so loved. I'm so loved. That's really good. And then I'm so full of love. I'm so full of love because that's, that's my fuel source. I want to run on love, not fear. So I have one other thought. Somebody introduced me to this uh, it's it's an app called Pause by John Eldridge. And it's the Pause Ransomed Heart app, I think. Anyway, it, it says take 30, 60 seconds and, and repeat this. And I'm probably going to get it wrong, but, you know, we're not perfect. So I give all of me and I give everyone I care about to you, Father. Hmm. And you just say that, I give all of myself to you, Lord. And everyone I care about and everything I care about, I give to you. I just sit here and I just give everything I care about to you, meaning every worry. And I give everything to you, Father. I give me to you and I give everybody I care about and I just give it to you so that I can rest. And and so I knew I was going to do this podcast. I went on this morning, and I did my little 60-second second pause with the app. And I'm going to start doing that little every morning. I give everything to you. I give myself to you. I give everything I worry about to you. I give it to you, Lord. Yeah. I just release myself, and I give it to you to carry today. And I'm just going to say that, that, that 60 seconds. Because I want my mind thinking right every yeah. day. 
I think that's good. It's you know some of what you're saying makes me think a few thoughts. One is I think it is important for us to remember that um, we need to engage small steps. That's right. You know, along the journey of growth. I think sometimes a lot of us, especially if we have a particular zeal or depending on what our fear is, we bite off more than we can chew, right? right. And then that sometimes only exacerbates our shame because then we're like, see, you're a total <laughs> failure. You, you tried to do too much and you didn't couldn't do it. You That's know? true. <laughs> and so sometimes I think it's just better to just be small but consistent. Yes. Like just keep persisting yes. in that. Yes. But it made me think of I also think it's good to to experience the rhythm of altering some of those things because I you think mean thoughts. Altering no, 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 altering, altering, altering the little templates or altering the little things that are. For instance, it makes me think of you know sometimes there's uh, you know over the years, man, I'll I'll get some particular zealous moment where I'm going, okay, I'm going to really, I'm going to dive back into some vigorous exercise routine, yeah. you know. And I'll do something for a little while, and I'll be like, I'll see results. And then I just stick with that one thing, and very quickly it just it gets mundane. It gets really right. boring. And so I think sometimes even with an exercise program, like, hey, you change it up every now and then. Change the venue. Change the exercise. Change right. the – and so I think the same thing can be true here. It's like, yeah, start small, but, but kind of keep it uh, active, you know, keep it – Keep act, adding to it, keeping some variety. Kind of mix it up, moving, yeah, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and, you know, maybe maybe during one time it's like I'm going to spend the next, you know, 30 days doing this 60-second thing or I'm going to, you know, just – Trying different things. Maybe, maybe you're going to say, you know what? This next time, I'm going to I'm going to invite one of my buddies to go through the 40 days course with me. Yeah, you know, just things yeah. like that uh, to keep it fresh and and to always keep exploring. Like God, where do you want me to keep growing? Where do you want me to keep moving? Because mm-hmm. it's when we get stagnant that we tend to drift back towards the old escaping and hiding and right. isolating. Right. That's right. That's right. So, that's well, good. folks, we hope this has given you you just you just made some new ideas or some ways to think about how are you continuing to pursue healthy engagement with your your own mind, with others, with God. Uh, mm-hmm. We hope this has been helpful, and uh, we want to come alongside you wherever you are on the journey. So please reach out to us, and uh, we look forward to seeing you back here again next time on the Pure Sex Radio program. Take care. God bless. Pure Sex Radio is paid for by Be Broken Ministries. Visit us online at puresexradio.com.